All right, so now we're finally back with Star Trek for the Voyage Home. I was reading the Wikipedia notes on this, right? Like, probably not in this one. I can't remember the this or third one. So when they did the uh, Wrath of Khan, they did say, like, hey, this is a three-part story. Yeah, it became a three-part story. It became story. a three-part story. That I never thought, you know, they did back in the day, right? With the Wrath of Khan, you mentioned that they didn't know they are going to make another one. And then yeah, they, they did, right? Yeah, as far as they were concerned, Spock was done. So, so it's kind of like three and four, they could have shot back to back, but they didn't. Yeah, and the first thing I noticed, right, in this one, because this one uh, it was released in 1986, the special effects for this and the look and feel of this Star Trek movie, right, was way different from the third and second one. When they had that meeting in the first place to talk about Captain Kirk, like, oh, he stole the ship, he did this, he blew this one up, he blew that thing up. This is outrage. He killed Klingon, well, the Klingon ambassador. It looks like. Yeah. That yeah. was like he was upset. Like this guy is just a criminal to our race. Yeah. It was like, whoa, this it's just not with all these commotion going on. Yeah. Good yeah, thing I just watched then, yeah. yeah. Then you get Sarek shows up. Tell him, what are you yes. talking about? Yeah. And you aren't you the one that violated the neutral zone? Aren't you the one that did this? I'm so glad that Selvik stayed the same this time. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah same actress. And plus we're gonna point out we already pointed out the next show. A lot of fans say that she stays behind a Vulcan to have Spock's baby. Whoa. So it ever I mean nobody's ever talked about it. As far as I know, it's never been talked about. So you stay back in Vulcan. But it seems like somebody Spock's says baby. there was a some some one of the movies or one of the TV shows said something about Spock having a son, but I don't know if that was ever true. Huh. I don't remember or recall it. Which would be interesting. It is very interesting. That somewhere we get to see Spock's son in the, in the future, and then like a next, like another Star Trek in the future, past Picard. Oh, it's Spock's son? He's also it's named either. Spock. Does so Spock have a first name? It's just one name, like this is Spock. They say that, okay, I always thought it was Spock's his name, first name, but they've got the Star Trek, uh, what is it? Bow New Worlds or whatever it is, uh-huh. Brave New World. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the new series. Somebody says, "Oh, they're going to sh- tell you Spock's real name," but I'm like, Spock should be his real name, not his last name. Just it's Sarek, one name. It's Sarek, right? Yeah, because Sarek. Sarek is just Sarek, one name. And then you got Spock. It should have maybe a last name. So kind of like it's like McDonald's so like share, right? No, we don't know yet. We'll okay. see how, how Vulcans have a name. I don't think they've ever described how Vulcan's name. I think this is the first time I had found out McCoy's first name is Leonard. Yeah, Leonard. Leonard McCoy. Leonard H. Yeah, Yeah, everybody has another name because even uh, Uhura has a name. Yes, Uhura has a name, yes. Yeah. Because because I think most of them, you know, uh, Montgomery Scott. Montgomery Scott, yes. Scotty. Uh, Cheva, Cheva, what is it? um, Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce his first name. Chekhov, Pavel Chekhov. Pavel, Pavel, yeah, Pavel Chekhov. Pavel Chekhov. And uh, what was Sulu? Higato? Higato Sulu, yes. Yeah. I forgot what, because we don't hear Uhura's name until uh, J.J. Abrams. Oh, it wasn't until Into Darkness. Yes, it's not until Into Darkness. Because what happens was, uh, yeah, because I, like I said last week, I I, I was watching these movies, right? And when um, she, she kisses Spock, good luck. And then, <laughs> and then, and then Kirk says something about it. So this is her first name. And Spock's like, I have no comment. <laughs> that part was so 
fun. It's just be that's just that little interaction between yeah. Kirk and Spock. Yeah, it's so great. Like I have no comment. Because <laughs> I was thinking like. For these, like, one to four, right? I haven't heard Uora's first name until J.J. Abrams. I was like, yeah. is that the first and time? I, I don't know. If is they that why they make a the joke 60s. about it? Like, like when Maybe so. Kirk first met Aurora in uh, the first Star Trek movies from yeah. J.J. Abrams. He well, that's where, that's where J.J. Abrams' times... Yeah, the times changed in that deal. So yeah. that's why everything's messed up. In the, in the movies, there's no way Kirk could have met any of them at a, the Academy because they were yeah. younger. Than yes, they were younger, yeah. Well, they, they've actually changed it. I think they've gone to fix it. Star Trek uh, Brave New World... Or this new Star Trek, I keep saying the name wrong. But yeah. Star Trek Discovery and all those, they put Uhura on the Enterprise long before... Kirk gets to it. Oh, really? So the, apparently they're going to fix fix what we see in the the movies to make her seem like she's older. But I always thought she, I felt she was younger than Kirk, even though Kirk is one of the youngest Starfleet captains. He's ever. one of the youngest Starfleet captains. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. So let's talk about the Big Bang Theory mirrors McCoy and Spock's relationship. In this movie, I was really able to tell just every single interaction between McCoy and uh, Spock is... Oh, this is all Penny right here. Penny <laughs> sounds exactly like McCoy. In a, like 90% of the scenes that these two are together is like basically Sheldon talking to Penny. Yeah, yeah, basically. Because yeah, this is basically where McCoy and Spock are at each other. So oh, this... oh, McCoy's got to get even now. Yes, it makes this movie so much more enjoyable. Just their conversations alone. Plus, a lot of it is the fact that Spock doesn't get what everybody's saying most of the time. Yes. Everything's over his head now, even though he's because so smart. Because he, I guess he's learning anew again. Like, all the stuff yeah, that he, he learned from over. Fun, yeah, he's he got to do over. it all again. Yep. <laughs> this is so great. I think my favorite one is, like, um, like, like when Kirk, like, towards the end of the movie, when Kirk is asking Spock, like, I guess you, Mr. Spock? Well, that's extraordinary. <laughs> like, what is the the? So he meant it as a compliment, and my girl is like, "Oh yeah." It's like it's exactly like when Penny's trying to explain yeah. to Sheldon, like, "Yeah, this is what real human interaction means." Uh, well, I like it though. You know what? Uh, McCoy wants to ask us fuck about death. Yes. He said, "You're saying I'm gonna have to die just to just, to, just to have a talk to you." Yeah. It's just, but yeah, but the interactions with Spock were awesome in this. Movie. Oh, especially you yeah, know when he covers up his ears. Oh yeah, because I mean, the whole every it. the whole out of time thing. This is like all the characters out of time. Yes. Plus, yeah, because this is a time travel movie. Want to go ahead? Oh yes, this is the time. And it's, it's also an movie. ecological movie. A what which movie? Is ecological. Oh, ecological. Yes. To save the whales. This whole thing is about saving the whales. This is all this was about. Yep. Saving the humpback whales. I mean, in in uh, during this time, this is what was happening. And you know what's really crazy? Like at this time, right? I didn't even know that men, like whales, were extinct. You know, extinct. You know, about to be extinct because men keep killing yes. them. And I didn't even think, like, why are men killing whales? Exactly. Well, it makes you wonder why do we? Why? Well, the problem is I'm not against hunting, but I'm like, why would you hunt anything to to extinct? Yeah. Because that's the thing. Point out. Let's say you like to hunt. Mm-hmm. You like to hunt deer or something. Well, if you kill all the deer, then you can't hunt deer no more, and then you're done. See, that's the so thing. That's the why point? they have rules why on regulation, you... right? Like, you know, you exactly. got to wait for Why would time. you do it to the... Yeah, you... I mean, I have no problem as long as you're going to help with the system that you 
Yeah, that's why interacting like, with. That's why there's hunting season. That you gotta give yeah, the gotta deer be, some you, time to that's mate the thing. and you've things got, like that. Yeah, you gotta be a caretaker. If but like, you're do I guess oh, in the ocean, right? It's like the wild west in the ocean. How you could do well, whatever you want. Well, the problem is you got so many countries can do whatever they want. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, hey, you want to kill whales? Go but for the it. The problem is, what? like you said, why would you kill them till they're extinct? Because yeah. then what are you gonna do? I don't understand that either. Like, so after that, right? Okay, well, back in the day, we used to hunt whales, but we yeah. killed all of them. Yeah, we killed all of them. So, so I'm just uh, sorry. I just sit on this boat and sail around. It's just amazing. Like, I didn't even know, like, were they selling whale meat at the time or something? Like, what did they yeah, do? Yeah, they, they use they use whale stuff for all. They used to use whale oil and stuff for all kinds oh, of Oh, that's right, oil. They still do. They still use whale stuff and a lot of things. So a lot of a lot of indigenous people from those areas of the world, they eat well, which is no big deal because most of those little people aren't going to wipe the whale population out. It was big countries come out there, wipe everything out. Oh. I'm not gonna name any countries on this program because why you shame anybody? So during I, this movie, right, I thought about free Willy a lot. <laughs> did you really? I did because there was nothing like that. I never saw Free Willy, so I never. Well, just really basically about freeing the well, freeing the yeah. well. Yeah. So that's basically. But what basically, it is, right? this was a movie just wanted to talk about fixing the earth. Fixing the earth. Yep. Yes, this is all it was that about. That was the I mean, emergency. Was, that, that and I like how many, they did that. Like, Leonard Nimoy wrote movies. this. Yeah, like, there was not too many. Exactly, there's not too many movies to like this. Well, cause like, wow, this is actually pretty good. Like, they make something that's really mundane, right, into a Star Trek storyline. Yeah, they tell you this is a good, fun story. Plus, we'll point out that at one point they thought about putting a, uh, what was it, uh, what actor? Which one? Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, I still oh, forgot his Eddie name. Eddie Murphy. They thought about putting Eddie Murphy in this. As a really? Con. Yeah. Because he's a Star Trek fan, or they say he was. He was interested, but uh, he had to do fan. Beverly Hills, you know. Plus, he worked for Paramount, so it would have been easy. To oh, he did, because Beverly Hills was a Paramount But he movie. was busy uh, doing something else. So. I'll play the second Beverly Hills Cop 2. Yeah, but Shooting. hey, we got this movie, and this movie was funny. I love this movie. This is some of the best time travel jokes yeah. in this movie. Especially oh. when Scotty, remember Scotty? They got Scotty. <laughs> they need some plastic. The so engineer they, guy. Yeah, he's the engineer guy. So he, him and uh, Leonard McCoy, they show up at this plant. You know, he acts like he's a scientist and stuff, which yes. he is an engineer. So he basically, in their time, he is going to be a genius. Oh, he's a genius, yes. I like that when and they, they like, talk to the computer. He's like, he yeah, well, the, mouse, the, the computer. You know, he sits at, yeah, exactly. He sits at the computer. And he starts talking to the computer. Hello, computer. And, of course, McCoy heads with the mouse. So he picks it up, pushes the buzzer, and talks to it like it's a microphone. Like you can see that, that guy like from that, that time period. He's looking at him like these guys are liars. And of course, he goes, "Use the keyboard." And of course, he goes and puts the whole keyboard and makes a whole formula. Yeah, the, the but, formula. But part. here's something you never see in time travel: it's usually it's horrible that you're doing stuff like this. Yeah. You yeah. know, so McCoy grabs and walks over see, to the he, side of the room. He, he goes, questioned. I was thinking goes, yeah, about that. I like it. He goes, "You're gonna mess up time." And yeah. Of course, Scotty smiles and goes, like, "How do you know saying? he's not the one who invented it?" So when he course, said McCoy's that, like, "That's okay. It's fine." That was Let's so funny because like that's what the problem that you and I have now with time travel, right? Yeah. And then they make that little joke because so they thought about it like, "Hey, let's just yeah. do this throwaway line." And well, it's totally the same thing with Kirk because remember in uh, Star Trek Two, Kirk has some glasses he breaks. <gasps> yes. From the 1800s. Well, he needs some money, so they go to the to do the pawn shop. The- <laughs> And of course, Spock, out of his not out in his right mind, asks Kirk. He goes, "So you're going to trade those as a gift?" And he goes, and of course, Kirk looks at him, smiles, and goes, "Well, I'm going to get them again." Yeah, go get okay. <laughs> so And I also love it. He goes, "I'm going to give you a hundred dollars." He's like, "Is that, Is that a, a lot?" lot? <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. 
So they don't use money in the 23rd century. Yeah, and, the, and a lot of people go, oh, communism or something. No, you know why you don't use money in the 20th century? They had these little machines called replicators. Let's okay. say uh, everything is made out of energy, okay. even human waste. Okay. You throw it in a deal, it busts up into energy, maybe a thousand uh, pieces of energy. You remove it around, put it together, it becomes something else. So I could turn a turn and turn to a burger, okay? Oh my gosh. That's what so Bill Gates is doing so, right now. So why would you charge somebody for that? Oh, wow. You don't need to pay. You don't, I mean, electricity by then, they have nuclear fusion. Fission, I think it's fission, what is it? Fusion, fission, whatever. Why do you need to pay for electricity? Oh, it costs them nothing to make it. Clothing. The machine will put everything, all your trash, you put it in there, bust it down to little molecules, and it rearranges and puts it back together. Boom, you got something else. No, this I mean, if you could do, because think about it. Think about it. If you had that machine, you could make gold, right? Yeah. The gold is now worthless. You make platinum, platinum is now worthless. Eventually, they had to re make a rule, though, because the Ferengi and Deep Space Nine, yeah. they use gold plat pressed platinum, and you can't replicate it. Even though you really could, but like they pointed out, if you're traveling through space, you can hit meteors and asteroids. There's tons of gold, platinum on that stuff. So all of a sudden, that stuff's not worth anything. Oh, it's so not it's, rare it makes, now. Yeah, there is yeah, nothing rare in the 20th so century. That's why you get to live. You just go live, and they probably give you some kind of credit. There's probably like a credit system. But most people are like on Earth. I get bored. I go join Starfleet Academy. Starfleet Academy, and I get on a spaceship, I fly out and uh, explore the world because who wants to stay on Earth? So I, I want to share some opinions from a first-time Star Trek movie watcher, okay? There's okay. a lot of things I enjoy this movie. One of the first things I want to point out is I never realized how proper everyone speak in a Star Trek movie until I watched this one. Not even oh, a J.J. Abrams one. Once I watched this one, right, they're like, everybody kind of talks slang here. That's what Spock points out. Yeah. You know, like, but then they all speak proper. When he mentions that, like, son of a bee. That's why they kill, like, Mr. Scott, Mr. McCoy, Mr. Spock, yeah. Ms. Uwara. Mr. Even yeah. in the J.J. Abrams one, everyone spoke with a proper tongue. Like, they sound like they come from a procedure, right? Most of the time. But yeah. they don't talk like how you and I talk right now. Yeah, I never like realized that. that. When they spoke, like, oh, I completely understand. So maybe that's why some people don't like Star Trek. It's because the way they spoke. Maybe so. Okay. Maybe the so. second one is all this stuff that we just talked about now, this time travel thing, the spending of money, right? The interaction where Aurora and uh, Chekhov have with the Navy Navy people. That, that, yeah, that's, exactly. Because that's, that's a really good one. But totally that's awesome. the thing. It, it's kind of lost the time now because, you know, that was during the Cold War. Yeah. And, of course, Chekhov's yeah. Russian. Chekhov's and he's over there Russia, asking yeah. where the where American military they think he's a ding -dong. nuclear what did he keep saying? Nuclear vessels. Nuclear vessels. And the cop, and then, like, of course, that cop just stared at him, going, "This is Russian." And his face, face, like, yeah. Where? What is? What's up with this guy? I love it. It's just the time difference of like, okay, I guess, I guess things are not so common here as they are in the twenty first century. Yeah, exactly. It just everywhere they go, it just, dude, I'm having a great time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Actually, though, the best thing is when they go to the uh, the institute to find the whales. Yes. And I love the scene. I love the scene where they're down watching the wells in the tank. Oh, and all you see is Captain Kirk's face. Because he's, he's like, he's looking crowd. around like, where does Spock go? And then yeah, he exactly. dives in the water. Yeah, and of course, you know, the lady's talking about the well song. And you can see his face. His face just keeps changing. He's like covering his eyes. He doesn't know what to do. Oh of course, that old lady goes, well, maybe they're singing to that man. To, to that man. 
<laughs> so, oh my god, he's just he's just swimming with the the whales. Yeah, and he does a mind meld with the whale, so he knows what's like, going on with it. Because so yeah, basically, I know. He, he actually communicates with the whale. He could, yeah, he could complain, uh, communicate with anything with the brainwave function, right? Yeah, that's why. Yeah, they could read yeah. minds of any creature. Yeah, of any, any creatures, like. <laughs> just so, funny. so yeah, he's in there. Just and of does course, whatever you know, want. Hey, Spock. And of course, he comes. Yeah, he comes out of there, you know, and he, of course, he's using uh, uh, all the uh, the language. Yes, the he, he say damn it. I yeah, because he, he, he asked uh, Kirk about it. Like, you guys, you're using this like... Yeah, a, nobody will pay attention to you unless you swear every other word. Yeah, every other word. word. Like, the like what Kirk says, uh, you, you need to stop that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the hell you will. The hell I will. The hell I don't. Yeah. The hell you do. It's so great and funny to hear Spock talk like that. <laughs> Even you the know, little conversation, like, you guys... I like it when, they pick, when yes. the lady picks him up, you know, they give him a ride. Yes. Of course... Of course, Kirk is trying to explain why he's going. He goes, he did too much LDS. LDS, he's like, LSD. So he looks at him like LDS. He's like, yes, LDS. <laughs> I was going to say, like, in the truck part when he, um, he asked her to dinner, right? Like, you guys like Italian? And then Kirk's like, yes. Spock's like, no. Yes, you do. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> and of course, and then they drop him off at the park. She's like, what's going to do? Just wander around in the park? Yeah, he'll, he'll be he's fine. Like, he's, he's weird. He'll be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I like the bus part too, but like that punk rock kid was listening to the music. Yeah, the really punk like... rock kid, which we pointed out, we pointed this out too. That punk rock kid is in one of the Spider-Man movies. That he, same, yeah, dude? that guy, the kid, he's older. And he's holding that radio. There's a scene where they go, "Hey, Spider-Man, do something crazy." And he does oh, like a flip and stuff. Yeah, he's got that radio. We talked about. This is that too. the That's same him. guy? That's the same actor. Oh wow! Well, obviously he's a lot older. Plus, we also want to point out that this movie has mentioned in an Avengers. Uh, Infinity War. <gasps> that's right. No, Endgame. Because they talk about yeah, this, sorry. Yeah. Yes, Endgame. Yes. So Star Trek yeah, they, Four. They, yes. Yeah, they talk about Star Trek Four. So. Oh. Yeah. Come on, Star Trek Four is one of the, the, so the favorites. The tone of all these three mm -hmm. movies, right? Star Trek Two is hyper serious because yeah. they deal with Wakanda. The second one is not. It's still kind of serious because they deal with that Kanyon captain. But you know, yeah. they, the most important mission is like getting Spock. Yeah, but this one back. is like they had to do whatever they can, right, to save back in the 23rd sure. century time. Yeah, and see, we're not gonna give the time travel dynamics because if we no. do that, then we could just tear this movie apart. Yeah, but we can. This yeah, is but... a fun movie. That's what Dude, it was it's, supposed to be. It's, it's really Even though fun. it does, but I do want to put it out. It does start the movie does start off with uh, the talk about the Challenger. Yes, the dedication to the Challenger. Because if I don't know if you saw the Challenger on television, no, when that happened, okay. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty bad. Oh, okay. I mean, I, no, I, I saw it when I was a kid. I remember when, when it, uh, my mom going, "Oh, yeah, I'm gonna watch the spaceship go, space show go in space." And we watch it, and it blows up. Oh, like, I know about that. Yes, yes. Yeah, you died. don't know what happened. You're thinking, "Oh, maybe it was something else," and then it's like, "Oh, those people are dead." Oh, wow. But anyhow, and of course, this movie starts off with some alien probe coming to Earth, yes. shutting everything down, almost destroying the Earth, and they time travel. By going around you know the sun. Before they do the time travel thing, I did like how, um, but maybe the aliens were here way before we were, and whales were lived, you know, millions of years, right? So the yeah. aliens communicate with the whales this way. Yeah, they must have passed through a long time ago. And yeah, and I was like, oh, them. I actually kind of like that. You know, like I like that how they wrote that part in to connect with the whales. I thought, uh, well, Leonard Nimoy wrote it, right? They connected yeah. really well. And like, because oh. they even had that scene when you know, like, what were they doing? And of course, Spock is like. You're not uh, you, only humans would be arrogant enough to assume that that's the only intelligent life on this planet. Yes, I like that too. Yeah. Yep, that was a really good one. Yeah, so yeah. 
course, they travel back in time, and it's it's pretty awesome. I love the best thing though is when they go go get it checked off at the hospital. Oh my gosh! It's that's when McCoy, McCoy said, yeah. yeah, that's when McCoy shot, especially when he gives that old lady. Well, so what's what's the problem with you? Well, wait, wait, before oh. we get to that, that was the only time in the scene right where um Spot and McCoy agreed. Because oh, McCoy yeah. said, like, hey, Kirk, you got to let me get to the checkup before these 20th century, you know, medicine, right? Barbarian, and then Spock yeah. comes down. Spock comes down immediately, like, I agree with Mr. McCoy. Because, <laughs> like, they're going to kill him. <laughs> they're going to kill him. <laughs> well, they didn't say that. Because, like, once you get so there, right, they were going to drill their head open. Like, what? Yeah, that's the thing. He's like, what are you doing? And that is kind of funny. We, we do that. That's normal. still how we do things. But he's like, yes. you're going to drill a hole in his head? Yeah, dude, that, that's how you, you do it. <laughs> Yeah, I like that old lady. Oh, the old, old lady is funny. Big, yeah, she got that bag. All, she's all in that bag, all sick. He's like, so what's wrong with you? Like, and she's like, that's something. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty serious still today. It's like, she's like, well, here, take some of these. What is this? Witchcraft? Yeah. <laughs> he he didn't say ages? witchcraft, but he said something like to that. Yeah, like, says, the dark ages. The dark ages. Dark yes. ages. The dark and of course, ages. you know, when he hears those doctors talking, he goes, what is it? Sounds like a damn Spanish Inquisition. Because, you know, um, McCoy also said, like, uh, when they were racing Chekhov, like, um, to, to back home, right? He was making fun of all the modern medicine that we still have difficulty today. The one of yeah. the first thing that I realized, because I gone through, right? He talked about chemotherapy. To make yeah. me think, like, oh, it, by that time, right? Cancer is easily, treat, like, curable. Like, yeah, just with, like, a pill. But that lady, yeah, like... a pill, or they shoot you with a little laser. Yeah, because they were wheelchair-wheeling wheel, uh, wheelchair that lady, right? Like, this lady yeah. grew a new kidney. <laughs> they didn't even know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's... I'm so glad I watched it in this way that you told me about it. Like, number four, like, yeah. it just builds up. Yeah, like, oh but you God, have so to much. watch it in this way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it just makes so much more sense. Yep, you got to watch it in plus, order. Plus, I want to point out, we also introduced to Spock's mother, which is yes. that same actress that appears in the 60s TV show. Oh, so they use the same people. Yeah, they use the same people. Her, his father and the, and the mother, the same oh, actors okay. that appeared in the 60s. The school teacher. His mom's lady. name is Amanda, and she's human. Oh, yes, she's human, yep. And of course, Spock never loved his human side. Yes. Even though he loves his mom. <laughs> yes. So. Well, it's different, right? It's, it's logical it to love your mother, logical. but like, yeah. But yeah, well, press the side that you feel that people are making fun of. Yeah, yeah, press it up. Yeah, because I mean, he's on a Vulcan world. Why would you embrace the human side? Yeah. Vulcan. So in a way, he's kind of a little bit of a follower, ain't he? <laughs> so he's joining Starfleet because that is. Nobody else would join Starfleet. I like that um, um, Spock keep calling um, Jim Admiral. <laughs> Even yeah, Admiral. Think Kirk Admiral. says something about don't do any of that before we land here. Like, like me, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get rid of our uniforms. They're just like. But also, like, I also like it when they're sitting at the restaurant talking to the ladies. She's like, oh, okay, she already knows he's kook. Yes. She wants to know. Oh, he's yeah. Funny. She's like, so you're from outer space. I like it because, no, I'm actually from Iowa. Yeah, from Iowa. But yeah. I work it out. But I work it out. Outer space. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I knew outer space would come into it. Oh, that lady was pretty good though. Like yeah, the, the marine biologist. Yeah, she did a good job. Plus, at the end, like you asked me about him being an admiral, we see that he gets bumped back down yes. to a captain and does get command of a starship. And not only does he get command of a starship, he gets the Enterprise back. He gets the Enterprise. Well, back. actually, they recommission another ship and call it the Enterprise A. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw the Enterprise A. Yep, like seventeen oh three or something. Like the number is different. Seventeen oh one, dude. Seventeen oh one, yes. 
Yeah, don't insult everybody. Yeah, just sorry. Insulted I, I'm just the first one to watch it. Give me a few times to watch it several times. Right, yeah, 17, yeah, NCC 1701 yeah. Enterprise. Yep. Remember that forever. Forever. Because you'll see it on a lot of cars and stuff. When you see a 1701, Oh, Chucky 1701. I got Decker, you. Decker, man. 1701. Oh, I like yes, that. 1701. Like, oh. like seeing 007. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> this is one of those time travel movies, right? I didn't mind the time, like, the wrongness of it. Like how Endgame was touching on, like, yeah, you know, you can't do certain things when you travel back in time and things like that, right? Because it didn't touch on the stuff that they might or might not have changed. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they were just going to tell you a simple story and get it over with. Yep. They weren't They weren't doing the, the science of time travel and stuff. Yeah. I mean, of course, this Captain Kirk, they've done a lot of the 60s shows. Captain Kirk breaks time travel rules all the time. <laughs> they even have a show. There's even, I think, I can't remember if it was Voyager or the next, or Deep Space Nine or some One of the shows, they have like a temporal authority, like a time police. Yeah. They, 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 the guy even makes the joke. He goes, "Yeah, Kirk, time worst. Yeah, he's like they're the worst time. He's the worst time offender ever. <laughs> a time offender. Just, yeah, because he just goes back in time, and does what he wants. Oh, that's interesting. It remind me of the Simpsons episode, like the Treehouse Horror movie stuff. Like, there's one episode where uh, Sim- Homer Simpson goes back in time, right? And like, um. He accidentally step on a butterfly or a bug or something, right? He go back to his time, everything is different. Yeah. And then, like, sometimes, like, and then there was one time, like, he, he go back, right? He decided to beat the crap out of everything. <laughs> because he was trying to change his stuff back. It was so great. <laughs> I do like time travel a lot. I'm so glad. So, I'm assuming there's more time travel movies as these series of Star Trek movie goes on. Yeah, uh, Star Trek, uh, the next generation one was time travel with oh. the board. Time travel. It's the only one. They only do t- two time travels in Star Trek. In the movies. In the movies, okay. But yeah, there's some other time travels. Shows. Yeah, there's some more time travels. They don't do that many, and I'm glad they don't because that just makes more things more complicated. Yeah, because then someone had to. The Star Trek universe. The Star Trek universe is very complicated already. Yeah, I would agree. It's so, so especially since it's so big and spans so much time. <laughs> It does. It spends a lot of time. You got to think because you start from Enterprise all the way to, De- I mean, uh, Voyager. Voyager. Okay. I'd say Voyager was the the end of the time deal. Well, no, because Voyager actually makes it back, and there's some Star. I'd say Star Trek Nemesis is the last in the time before J.J. Abrams shows Spock uh, the the for the Klingon um, and the. I actually well, Picard remember. would actually be Picard would be the farthest forward in the the. The timeline. I actually remember a lot of these trailers back in the movies, like you know, First Contact, Nemesis, like, like yeah. the Next Generation movie trailers. Yeah, First Contact is time travel. Really? Yeah, First Contact is time travel. I should watch that. Well, we'll get to it eventually. Yeah, eventually. It's, it's, it's movie what? Uh, six, seven. It's number eight. Oh, number eight. Oh, wow. We're and if you're a there. generation, and it has the thing. If you're a generation fan, it's like your Star Trek too. Oh, oh, you said that before. Yeah, for generation fans, it seems to be their Star Trek number two. Okay. It's their Rafficon. It's like so when you say that, I'm gonna think it's like the Rafficon, but it's like you're talking about like how good the quality. Well, I'm not just saying it's so. just like the what it holds to them. Like when you go to an old Star Trek okay. fan, they go, "What's the Star great Star Trek?" Oh, it's Rafficon. Well, if you go to a next generation fan, what's the next best next generation movie? First Contact. First Contact. Okay. So yeah. 
So well, can you because in a way because in a way because there's only like that's the second next generation movie. Oh. Which is interesting. It is a, it's okay. the second generation. It's a second generation movie. Like so, the first one was the first original crew movie. So let me ask you: with the limited movie release of the J.J. Abrams, which one of these three J.J. Abrams do you think was the best? Hmm. The first I like one. The first be- one. I actually like the third one. The Beyond, right? You said that before. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'd have to watch it again. Okay. I don't know. I don't watch the first one. I watched the crap out of the first one, actually. Oh, you did? I, I like the first one, too, actually. I like the first one, actually. I like it a lot. I mean, I, I got a lot of issues with it, but I enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoy it a lot, too, the first I one. I enjoy the first one. I, I, the thought first... All the acting, I thought all the acting was great. I only watched Beyond once. Oh, really? I like the Beyond, yeah. actually. Two? Two? Uh, two? Uh, I don't know. I don't, like too much. I don't like it as much. Cause I, I don't know maybe I put too much on, but RoboCop is in it. Yeah, I know, but still, I mean, it's just I don't like I I really don't you know, like I'm, the story. I don't like the way. It plays I, out. I mean, I like the actors. I like some of the story. I like just, a lot of the story. I get mad at the part where they do Captain Kirk gets killed and Spock's got to avenge him and all. I that. I know that. you have a problem with that, but I, I don't like, like that. How I didn't think I didn't think uh, Converse Khan was all that good. It's different. Because the what yeah well the villain is actually Robocop. Yeah, the villain is Robocop. But that's the thing is, I'm like, why is the Federation officer the bad guy? I mean, that's too modern now. Because he's he's also no, but that's that's not the way humans has evolved. Why is he this way? See, that's because J.J. Abrams decided, oh, I'm going to change the the way that the Federation... Oh, I see what you did. Yeah, because the Federation shouldn't act like this, but he's different. Federation's not normally like, like that. He's like I mean, they slowly, they slowly made it. That this movie kind of made it okay in like Star Trek Discovery and all this stuff for the Federation to be bad. But I'm like, that's the way the world is now. What the Star Trek is not supposed to be be like that. The human, yeah, yeah oh, the humans are not why, yeah. ever supposed to be like they are today. They're supposed to show you what we're gonna be. Yeah. Once you, if you're gonna, if if this is the future, then why am I want to get there? Oh, okay. You know, the problem is with Star original Star Trek, people wanted to get there because we're we're past racism. Yes, past we passed all, this. all of that. Yep, but all of a sudden, all these other all these new Star Trek shows are coming out, the humans aren't any better than we are now. So I'm like, oh, okay, the so dream's okay. so the dream's dead because the yeah. whole the whole point of Star Trek is the dream of humans being better. Yeah. Like now, when you did, I'm like, well, you basically choked Roddenberry's dream off. Oh. Why even put Star Trek on? So you watched Star you Trek just, Discovery. No, not yet. Oh, okay. I haven't watched any of that. that oh, the new stuff? The new stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. we'll see if I ever get to it. You guys get Paramount Plus. That's one of the only ways, right? It, it, uh, unless no, they show oh, them good. on TV. I'm actually only interested in seeing that. Uh, Bo, uh, Bre- was it? Uh, the it new called? world one, right? The new yeah, Star new worlds. Thing? Yeah, I'm only interested in seeing that. To be honest with you, is it called New World? Yeah, Brand- Star Trek New World. Oh, strange, Gold. strange new world. Strange worlds. new worlds. That's which is in the. Uh, Star Trek 3. So. Yep. Oh. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm actually in. Oh, so this see. new Spock? Well, it's Spock, yeah. Ethan Spock Peck? Is, yeah, Ethan. Well, I mean, there's supposed to, I mean, there's a captain. I mean, it's got Captain uh, Pike. Oh, it's Captain Pike. That's right. Yeah, because Captain Pike was before Kirk. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, that's why so Captain Pike was before This is supposed Kirk. to be. So you could probably watch this. You'd probably watch it and enjoy it, too. Because this is supposed to be Captain Pike, which you see in Abrams Universe too. Yeah, in Abrams Universe. Oh, yeah, I like the actor who played Pike, Pike the first and... one. Yeah, he was pretty good. 
But this guy, I like this guy too. Yeah, because Spock has been there for a while before Kirk. Yeah, oh yeah, he, he yeah he joined the academy. And he was on the ship. He was just science officer, yes, and then eventually becomes the first officer when Kirk becomes captain. Oh. So he gets promoted. Yes. Oh man, what else do you want to say about Star Trek Four? You say like this is well. The, why is this better than the third one? Because all the time travel stuff, or the uh, yeah, I think it was because it's it. well. I don't know that I'd say it's better than the third one, but I think. Thinking if you're not a Star Trek fan, this is the best one to see. Don't you think? Yeah, it is. Because, like I say, if we were just to go watch it, your wife would sit down and watch it. Would she enjoy this one? Probably not. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. She probably won't. Oh, well, I, but I think you don't have to know anything about Star Trek to watch this. Well, you have to know that. Oh, no, no. They're trying to find their way home. Yeah. They're stuck. I mean, basically, you're in the modern time. I mean, I guess it is kind of out of time now. Yeah, out of time now, 80s. But at the time, to me, I noticed lots more people enjoyed it. It was had a bigger audience because a lot of people didn't have to know the Star Trek stuff to enjoy this movie because of the jokes. Yeah, the jokes is just great. How do you know that he didn't invent this so great? But this thing, though, this is actually, Star Trek IV, I would say, is the time I became a Trek. Oh, okay. Because, you know, I saw Star Trek 2, and I saw Star Trek 3, but the problem is, I was really little. I, I mean, I was Star Wars, and they were space, so I automatically didn't watch it. I mean, yeah. But it wasn't until around 4 came along that I started to understand it more, and then got interested in it, and went back and started watching everything. And that's actually where my book collection started, because they put out a book after Star Trek 4 called Scotty's Guide to the Enterprise, well, which I, I have. I, don't, I can't show it, because I don't know where it's at at the moment. <laughs> my copy's very rough, because it's the first book I ever got. One of the oh. first books. It's a, basically the book showed you the Enterprise, and it's supposed to. Somebody drew all the rooms in it and the deck plans. It was basically the blueprints and information about the Enterprise, oh. as told by Scotty. I carried that book around with me everywhere. I mean, the pages are falling out. Everything. I need to go get a new copy. They still print the book. Will I? Oh, but okay. from that book, I slowly ended up with every kind of Star Trek book you could get, and then I've gone to Marvel books, technical books, war books. Wow. So basically, that's a collector. This is this is Star Trek Four. This is what Star Trek Four. So, I was gonna say like that's two scenes. Well, one scene of they done two different times. Like I find really enjoyable and laughable is when they first land on Earth. Right, they turn on the cooking device, and these trash <laughs> people with like the trash garbage men were just working. Right, yeah. talking about you know whatever their coworkers talk about, and then just gusts of dust. Stop flowing away like holy crap! Did you see that? No, I didn't, and you didn't either. You didn't. And then they get the heck out of there. <laughs> it was so funny. And the second time, we're just two people jogging in the morning. Oh yeah. When they took off, and like it's literally the exact same thing that they show me twice, and I enjoy both of them very much. Well, then you, I guess you like the scene where the, where the uh, the biologist shows up. Remember when she shows up <laughs> yeah, and she sees like half of Scotty up in the air with some, and half of Zulu the flying the helicopter. Yeah. Because first of, course, of she all, she bump into the ship first. So it was like, hello, and then she bumps into it. It's just like, what the heck? And then they beam her aboard. Oh. Which, like, it it's welcome, so Alice. great. Oh, like, it's so funny that they didn't, none of them, like, really care about that. Like, uh, someone from the 20th century, right, beam up onto their spaceship. Like, yeah, it's that totally cool. Hey, that's cool. the Admiral says it's cool, right? Who am I to question the Admiral? Yeah. I'm not the highest. Well, they don't, they don't care. They've already been, they already know who she is, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I also like it, you know, because at the end of the movie, you know, she, she comes to the future with them. 
Yes, you go to the future with them. She becomes. And she's gonna go get on the spaceship. Of course, Captain Kirk's like, "Hey, what's up?" She's like, "I'm sorry, I'm busy. I can go." Yeah, I gotta go. Like, like, I like. I guess people back in your days, like, what's your phone number, right? I don't worry, I'll find you. Yeah, exactly. Captain Kirk struck out in this movie. Oh God, it's so it's so fun. I like. How convenient it is, right, for that lady to time travel back to that time with them because she got nobody there. I guess that's why yeah. she's more care about the whales. Yeah, that's apparently why she yeah. loved the whales so much. Even the uh, in the guide tour, like you know, Spock was making these comments, like you know, it doesn't make sense for men. Yeah, you yes, said illogical. that. Yeah, the illogical to hunt down. You know, what? Why the hell would you? Do I love that? that. Yeah, you're right. And she says. Who said humankind was illogical? Was logical. Oh, that was great. Yeah, who said humankind was logical? Yep. Yeah, because Fox like doesn't have a comeback on that one. Yep. And I liked how they uh well obviously Scotty is the prime engineer right or the the director yeah of the chief engineer, engineer. The chief engineer yeah, right chief he was engineer. able to um beam two wells and water at the same time yeah, into well, his ship. Yeah, and you gotta think Scotty's been working on a transporter forever. Yeah, that's his special. He understands. He's actually has a lot of transporter technology. Yeah. I mean, he uh, he's the one that's advanced transporter technology the most. That's right. But the way it works, though, he probably had a time deal with the cubic inches and stuff, and to beam that whole area. Yeah. But you gotta think. He also the you gotta also think the best thing he did is when he's beaming that Kirk and that girl jumped on him, and he was able to separate them. Yes. That's dangerous because in the old Transformers, you may become one person. Oh, see, I was thinking that. Like, wouldn't that make yeah. them become one person because they didn't calculate two but apparently, people. But apparently, by that time, the technology is pretty good. Yeah, Scotty. I'm sure. Uh, I'm thinking a Klingon transporters are probably pretty good. Oh. I don't know if they had transporters long before the Federation or not. And you know what's really crazy on this one, right? They didn't deal with like a major enemy. It was just time. Yeah, time was yeah. the enemy. Yeah, time was the enemy. Yep. And the dilithium crystals were breaking down, so of course they got to steal some. Plus, they had the they they had the first Enterprise. Yes, their aircraft carrier Enterprise. Like the naval ship was also called the yeah. Enterprise. Yep. Yes, that's what the Enterprise. That, and that's actually what the Enterprise itself is named after. Oh, really? The naval ship. Oh. Yes, yeah, it's, it's named after that aircraft carrier. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that even makes it better. Yeah, that's that's where the, the Enterprise got its name way back in the '60s when they made the TV show. Because yes. I think because it's actually called it's a Constitution class starship, oh, which is, is named after a Constitution, the USS Constitution, the sailing oh, okay. ship for the United States Navy. There's a starship called the Constellation. I I I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they're not... they're all named after. They're all eventually named after ships. I mean, eventually they give them names of Romulans, Klingons, and other ships. Well, not Romulans. But they give them names of heroes in the Federation. Oh. And they also name them after British warships, Russian warships, Chinese warships. That's cool. So, oh, all right, all right. It's, wow. it's, everybody gets represented eventually. Man, we gotta figure. I got. We gotta do the rest of the Star Trek movie this year, kind of like we did the MCU back in twenty nineteen. Yeah. We, we gotta do that. So yeah. There's twelve of them. Yes, yeah, twelve of them. So yeah. We've already got four covered. I know we got four covered. Look at that. It is so. I great. mean, what we have to do is two more, and we get all Kirk's time. So. <gasps> there's only two more. Yeah, for Kirk's time. For Kirk's I mean, time, the, there is some people like uh, Scotty, Kirk, and the Chekhov appear in one of the next generation movies. Really? The first one. Basically, they're just passing it over. Oh, but Kirk is, is Kirk in any of them? The next generation? He's only in, he's only in one next generation. Oh, okay. One gener generations. Okay. Generations. Oh, so, he, so there's three more with Kirk. Oh, okay. 
Oh, that's pretty good actually. Five, six, and then seven is generations. Yeah. Okay. Six is to me six, two, and six is my favorite. Two and oh, interesting. Of the Kirk ones, yeah, because six is actually pretty good. Dang. And five. If you like Klingon, if you like Klingons, the six of the year. Hey, you told me about a story like what Kirk did before, so I I can't wait to yeah. watch that. So yeah. it's in in the sixth one, okay? It's in the sixth one. The Arnold stuff, okay? So, good. Yeah. Wow, I feel like this is going to be a short episode because we already talk about all the great greatness of this movie. Yeah, this is one more to see. I mean, there ain't too much else to push on it. No. I mean, you get to see the Federation Council in this one, several different aliens. I like how they um separate into teams of two on this. To oh, yeah, where well, they break up. and Yeah, they, that is actually pretty cool. They actually, I like the story because it gave a lot of the crew members more spring time. Yes. A lot of movies, it's just Kirk... Spock and McCoy. Yeah, because they are the um, I guess the the main characters, right? Yeah, this time you got to see more Scotty. You got to see a lot more Uhura. Yep, Uhura. Chekhov did a had a big. Oh, Chekhov had a big scene with the interrogation, man. Hulu didn't really get too much screen time though. No, no, he has the screen time about flying the helicopter. Well, there was actually supposed to be a scene that they were going to put where he met one of his uh relatives or like a great 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 grandfather in San Francisco because he says it's where he's born. Oh yeah, it makes sense. So yeah. Plus, we want to point out that San Francisco is actually where uh, Starfleet Academy and Starfleet Headquarters is. Really? Oh, you know yes. what? Yes. They did that in Abrams, right? It was in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always been that in all the shows. Oh. So. That's why you're wearing that shirt, right? Starfleet Academy, San Francisco. Well, that's because they graduated from Starfleet oh, Academy. Oh, you know what? Looking at that picture, it reminded me of that scene where they show in the 23rd century. Like they had that right, and then there was the the cloud, and I could tell that like they shot that on a smaller model. Yeah, there was all there was a lot of models. That. They actually put I think they're supposed to build the biggest water tank for the, a movie for that scene, movie. right? Yeah, that's why I yeah. figured. Yeah, because they're in that water tank. They had a fake wells in it. Yeah, fake wells. Most of those wells were fake. Yeah, and plus they had this that's pat only the top part of that spaceship's in there. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, they did a lot of special effects. Plus, you know, there's a lot of mate paintings. Because remember when we see yeah. the Vulcan? You could tell it was a painting with those guys moving around up under. Oh, yeah, there. definitely. Yep. I love those. Kind of like when we watched was... The Shadow. Yeah. The, the shadow. bridge shot, yep. Yeah, that was, but the bridge shot was pretty good. Shot. Oh, the shot was a good shot, yeah. A lot of matte paintings, yep. I like how the, um, you know, I want to point out that the Klingon ship, right? And then the Enterprise. It feels like the setup is almost the same. Like, is the bridge always the same with yeah, the captain's they, in the middle, right? The seat yeah, because yeah, remember, the bridge did change for the Klingon ship. And the third one, they had that higher seat, and they got set on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, they higher kinda, seat. They kind of changed out some of the controls. Oh, that's they right. Say okay, yeah. They say something about They changed out some of it. That way, it'd make it a little easier for them to fly. Yeah, for them to fly, yep. Even though, of course, what was Scotty's like, uh, fixing the ship's easy, reading Klingon takes... <laughs> oh, yeah, fixing the ship is easy, yeah. The snacks, the king Klingons. But yeah, they yeah. basically kept the ship layout the same. Yeah. But it's also, that's the way you want to film it. You got all your people close in together. Yes. You know, you don't want to have hundreds of different shots and stuff. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I like the uh, one of the scenes where Scotty and um, uh, McCoy was fun. Like, well, where the hell would we find information like that? Right? And then they walk in front of that building. Like, hey, looking for anything? Yellow pages. Yeah, which... To me, I guess it doesn't even exist anymore, does it? Well, probably still in like towns like yours, right? Like yellow pages, white no, pages. That stuff's down. You're lucky if you could, you're not gonna find a payphone. Those are gone. Oh, those are gone. I can't think the last time I've ever seen a payphone anywhere. I've seen you're a payphone. 
You never had a payphone here anyways. You'd have to be in the city. This is where payphones, hospitals. I wonder yeah. if there is payphones in hospitals. I don't People know. People don't even care to change on them anymore. Because, like, I, I saw a payphone still recently, just, like... Um, it's like Blade uh, Runner when you see Blade Runner. It's in the future and they got payphones. I'm like, no, I don't think this game. Payphones should be where people can charge their cell phones. <laughs> yeah. No, I saw a payphone recently in uh, Nebraska. It was back. Well, it was the same payphone I see every year I've been to. So you Nebraska. basically time travel. Yeah, I time travel. <laughs> joking, joking. I'm calling the pass with the payphone. No, I was calling uh, Nebraska backwards, but <laughs> I shouldn't. I love Nebraska. That's messed up. That's. That so that's hey, I gotta pick on some state. I mean, that's where I got most of my money from currently. Okay, <laughs> well, at least you didn't get it from Oklahoma. Oh. <laughs> Let's go ahead and just cut down everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I don't know too much about these states to be hating on any of them. I, so that's why I'm not a true Texan because, like, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with Oklahoma. Oh, well, you don't have to know that. Here's the problem from te- Texas point of view. Well, from the real point of view, there's nothing wrong with the United States. But from the Texas point of view, we're better. So we're just going to hate on them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Since we're going to have something going for us. Yep, so uh, I'm going to say we're done with Star Trek 4. And then next week, right, we'll be, I mean, we did the trilogy of this 2, 3, and 4. And next yeah. week, we'll just do another movie. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tensai Reviews. If you like what you heard, follow us and subscribe to our YouTube channel that's listed in the description. We will see you on the next one.